might have saved her if we'd had more time. And more money. Her father hadn't been able to afford a lengthy hospital stay or even the medications her mother had needed. Poverty had crippled her mother, then killed her. Too many members of her family had died, and she couldn't stand to lose Tessa, too. I'll do anything to get the money. Please, just let her live. With a shaking hand, she opened the channel. The screen brightened to show her the doctor staring at her with dark, unsympathetic eyes. Shahara's stomach twisted into a cold lump of fear, and, for a moment, she thought she'd be sick as she waited for news she didn't want to hear. Sayax Dagan, he said, addressing her with her professional title. Your sister is out of surgery and in recovery. She'll be fine, in time. But the voucher she used for the hospital cost was returned with a denial. I'm afraid without proper medical attention, your sister won't last for more than a few hours. Shahara closed her eyes, relief washing over her. Tessa would make it. Friar Dagan, did you hear me? He asked, reverting to the ordinary form of address for a woman, and a term letting her know that he thought she wasn't worthy of the title Sayax. After all, a Sayax worth her salt wouldn't be impoverished. If only the bastard knew the truth. It wasn't her lack of skills that kept her poor. It was her family obligations. And unlike others of her ilk, she would never abandon her family. Even if they were stupid when it came to money. We're going to have to turn her out unless we can get a valid voucher. The knot in her stomach twisted even harder. She clenched her fists. Shahara was so tired of being poor. So tired of the people who looked down their snobby noses at her and demanded their money as if all she had to do was grab it off the nearest shelf. People who had no idea just how precious every credit was. Every bead of sweat came with a hefty price tag. She opened her eyes and forced her anger and hatred aside. I heard you, doctor. I'll get the money for you in cash, if you'll give me three days. His sympathetic stare turned to doubt. She'd seen that look too many times in her life, and she despised it. She added coldly, I'll sign over the deed to my ship as collateral. He nodded. Very well, we'll keep her here for the duration. He cut the transmission. Wanting to flip off the doctor for his condescension, she stared at the blank screen. You're lucky I'm almost a lady. For the briefest instant, she considered asking her brother Kalin or sister Kazin for the money, but she knew they didn't possess it any more than she did. Because of Kazin's necessary medical treatments and meds, she was always behind on her debts and asking Shahara and Kalin for money. Kalin, like her, would have plenty if Kazin and Tess could ever learn to manage theirs, and if he wasn't helping her make the payments on their father's leftover debts. Shahara sighed. Even if, she asked, her brother and sister would have to borrow it, and the type of people they ran with were even worse than the ones after Tessa. The last thing she wanted was to see them hurt. Family. It was all she'd had growing up an orphan on the streets. It was all anyone could ever depend on. After the death of their parents, she and her siblings had pulled together to survive. They watched one another's backs. Now Tessa needed her and nothing and no one would keep her from saving her sister's life. No matter what, she couldn't afford to let Kaylin know what happened. Reckless and hot-headed to the extreme, 
he'd go after those responsible. And she couldn't stand the thought of him lying next to Tessa in the hospital. Or worse, being arrested for it. Not to mention, that was the last thing they could afford. She was the oldest, and it was her responsibility to settle this. With a determined hand, she pulled her holstered blaster across the counter, clutching it until her knuckles blanched. Maybe she didn't have the best occupation in the universe, but it kept her fed. Her stomach rumbled a denial. I don't need to hear it from you, too. Everyone wanted to give her attitude today. Grabbing her weapon, she stood up and moved to her bedroom in the corner, where she could change out of her only dress and into her work clothes. She pulled her tight black battlesuit on, the armor creaking as she fastened the front and collar. It was old and out of fashion, but arm stitch cost way too much.